Hello! It's been a while. Yeah, it's yeah. been, um, how many weeks? I think probably, probably a, a month. month yeah. yeah, it's been about a month. Yeah. And we're back reviewing another movie, and... It's... This time it's Luca. Yeah, yay! The... Not quite yay. Not, yeah, not, re- yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Very much a Pixar B-team effort. B-team, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean is, it, it actually is, though. It went right to streaming, has no real fanfare, um, no. isn't very good. <laughs> I would agree with that, sadly. Yeah. And I love Pixar, but this is... Yeah, my love of Pixar has waned quite a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. The... There's basically like a core group of like the originals. Mm-hmm. Then when they got rid of John Lasseter, the first film after that was Brave, which was the first like bad Pixar. I liked Brave. It was the first one that I was like, this could be DreamWorks. Ah, okay, now I see what you mean. Yeah. Because Pixar had a reputation as a prestige mm. company. Mm-hmm. And then when Lasseter went, they really lost someone who knew animation, loved animation. And then when they started doing too many sequels and like two a year and Cars. things like that, well, Cars was like the death knell almost in the sense of they had that one film left on the contract and they decided to make a film that would fulfill all of Disney's needs with merchandise and things. Mm. Ended up being so successful they got bought by Disney and then that was all she wrote, I guess. I hate Cars. Um, but yeah, it's like when you think about it, there's like a handful of core directors like uh, Brad Bird, mm-hmm. Andrew Stanton, Pete Docter, um, who's the other guy I'm thinking of? We'll come back to it later. Yeah, probably. They'll, yeah, they'll come back to you. I've had to but... Um, <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, it's like those group, they're the ones who make stuff like The Incredibles and Finding Nemo and stuff like that. Mm. And then this new crop of directors coming through from the art team. Yeah. I, they seem... I don't know. There's something about these films where now it seems like you can see, for example, last year we had Onwards and we had Soul. Soul, yeah. And you can see that it's like Onwards is the one where the, it almost looks like, okay, now we're testing the new graphics card. Like mm. with Luca. Ah, uh, For example, yeah. with Luca, it looked stunning. And mm. they are really good at getting like the water effects and yeah and, stuff the, and like the that. hair yeah. as well like the hair was great yeah and then then you have the real film which to do the comparisons onwards and then the real film is soul mm. and this very much felt like the fake film that they put out yeah i mean like for 35 years of pixar this being the anniversary year mm. this is a really bad yeah movie to come out i mean the worst one, the one where I knew it was over, was Toy Story 4, which was just abhorrent. Yeah. It was because it was a film made by people who, like, never really, if I didn't really understand what made Toy Story, Toy Story. Right. And also, like, the cast sounded geriatric, and it was just, it was, it was really an awful, awful experience. And then you come to something like this, and once again, my 
bugbear that I need to do research into so I can explain it without just sounding like I'm a very boring man mm-hmm. is it's just not funny. It's just <laughs> really not funny. And it's that same type of humour that's in all these movies now. And yeah, I just, it, is, it really isn't yeah. funny. Um, like, the, like the moment where he's like, don't say the surface, don't say the surface. I was at the surface. Yeah. I was like... Uh, you know, I saw I saw that exact joke on like The Office at some point. I've seen that joke on like a State Farm insurance commercial. Mm, yeah. Like I've seen that exact joke a million places. Like that would never fly if John Lasseter was still there. No. You wouldn't get that joke in a Brad no, Bird movie. No, you wouldn't. And yet, here it it's is as like the core of the movie. Here it is. Yeah, uh, this is probably one of the worst Pixar movies. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would put it down for my, like, when I categorize Pixar, I would put Cars is in that realm. Yeah. Where Cars is for me. And I'm really, like, upset because it could have been a really cool story. Yeah. It, like, it had potential and then it just fell completely flat because it had so many nods to other things. Yeah. And Pixar isn't. Is not supposed to be yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. That was another thing which I felt was quite weird in the sense of, you know, you know, these films aren't made in a vacuum. There's inspirations and right, stuff that yeah. goes into them. But I've never seen it so obviously like you have the posters for Fellini movies. Mm. Um, you have the picture cameo of uh, Marcello Mastroianni. Mm. You have, um, like, everything's a reference, like Via De Sica, I believe. I think someone's surname is Visconti. And, and it's then like, also the cat's name is a philosopher. Yeah. And then um, I saw that the town name, which is, it is Italian, but Portoroso, Portoroso yeah. is supposed to be a nod to Portoroso, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, uh, like at some point like it I all mounts up, and I came away from it thinking like, well, Fellini never would have made something as bad as this. Mm. Vittorio De Sica wouldn't have done it. Lucino Vicanti wouldn't have done it. Hayao Miyazaki wouldn't have done it. You can't reference these people if what you're gonna make is and at then, the end of the day like. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Like a comedy it's that's not really a comedy. Yeah, it's a coming. It's supposed to be a coming, coming of, of age, age thing. Yeah. But I mean, it, it it's literally a fish out of water story in well, a way that, yeah. like, the fishness and the waterness don't really mean anything. Like they really don't. Like though, him, actually. him being this like mermaid creature doesn't, doesn't matter. No, at it all. doesn't. It doesn't. It like it actually really doesn't matter when you get to the end of what his actual like personal goal is is to learn more about the world it's not yeah he could have been just a normal kid yeah and it's like you know you don't have to go to school in Genoa you can go back in the water swim there and get out the other side (laughs) like you don't really need to get on this train like this the magic of this world is superfluous to like everything about the movie I am disappointed that the magic was not explained and there wasn't more of it. See, I didn't mind that it wasn't explained because we just kind of knew, like, he's a fish underwater, he's a human outside of it. But it was then when it's like, this doesn't really relate to anyone. No. Like, it it doesn't matter to any of the humans. Mm -mm. It doesn't really matter to the fish people themselves. No, because the whole thing was, is like, yeah, the city was, like, a fishing city, like a fishing port. But then all of a sudden, like, the sea monsters became, like, this thing. Mm. Because at the beginning of the film, it started off <laughs> it started off being, like, um, a folk story. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, sea monsters. Oh, no, it doesn't exist. Da, 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 da. 
And then at the end, it became like, we must hunt the sea monsters. But also, like, the sea monsters, I mean, <laughs> having, like, the monsters be actually uh, quite nice and friendly, it isn't a unique thing. But we never see them, like, acting as monsters. No! So it's like, you know, if the implication is these, like, people were coming up and, like, wrecking the boats or whatever. Yeah, it's like... We, it... we could have at least seen it, so we can at least see why <laughs> the people on land are scared of the people in the water. Mm. The way the people in the water are scared of the people on land. Because but... it makes sense why the people... Because it always makes sense why the people that are different are scared of the people that are normal. Yeah. But, like, they're... Like, again, like you said, there was no... <laughs> violence towards them yeah for them to be scared at all i don't know it was weird it was weird because also then the two old ladies ended up being sea monsters the yeah. entire time it's like why was why was that necessary but also like if they've just lived there all this time anyway like because the assumption is going to be that they were just old ladies who lived from young ladies to old as part mm. of the community so then being a monster in this community is quite easy to hide. It doesn't really matter. If you're, out, yeah. if you're out of the water for 80 years, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference at all. You know, so it, yeah, it just kind of went nowhere and didn't really mean anything. No, I, a lot of things that happened in the story didn't really mean anything. Yeah. Um, like, I thought, Ercole, er how do you say his name? Who? The, the, the Vespa villain. Oh yeah. Er, I, er, 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 how do you? St- I don't understand how to say his name. It's one of those ones where if you say it without the accent, it just sounds wrong. Ercole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I assume it's like Ercole. Ercole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ercole. you can't. But you can't say it. I can't say it. Like it sounds Ercole. ridiculous. Yeah. When a, a man from Liverpool says that name, it doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't whereas sound right, no. you know an Italian saying it. Yeah. You know. I thought he wasn't the greatest villain mm. ever. Um, it was just like, okay, hey, he's a jerk. So and, and also, it's like, why is it that in this Italian town, only the protagonists of the story have American accents and everyone else has an Italian one? Because then it, like, as they talk, it's like, you know, when you play, like, Skyrim or something mm-hmm. and the ones with voice acting versus the ones who don't? Yeah. It was like, I know this person's a minor character because they sound they're Italian. Mm. And the other guy just sounds like he's rolled off central casting. Like, like I don't, like... Because I was watching, I watched it with my friend, and her, oop, there's a lot of noise, we're going to take a pause yeah. there. So the, with the Italian thing, sorry we had to take a short pause there. I, the, the Italianness. so I watched it with my friend Allison, who has Italian fan, like mm-hmm. her background, yeah. is Ita- like her family's from Italy, and, well, some of her family is, and it's just like, so why, we were talking about, we were like, well why would you make a movie that is based in like a very rural part of Italy, and not have anybody speak Italian. Yeah. And just have like Santa Mattarella and like and not even have like real Italian phrases. Yeah. Like there is a part of this where I was watching this thinking like I'm this is vaguely racist in a way. Yeah. That I mean you know if this I yeah, I suspect if this wasn't about Italians but about hmm. someone else there'd be complaints. There would be there would be complaints. Yeah. And the whole thing is it's just like you have the guy. He is Italian like yeah. this this director he made La Luna, which was beautiful. Mm. Uh, like, that's my favorite Pixar short. I feel like he has the potential, but then I think, yeah. like, you know, there's always the big guys are just, like, no... Prob- it's, like, it's like, on one hand, I understand why they made the casting choices they did, because mm. it is ultimately a family movie, yeah, a streaming movie. It's aimed at a younger audience. 
but I do think it probably should default to like an Italian language track with subtitles or something. Yeah, something like it would be cool if there was if it was actually two separate kind of releases. So mm. you have one that was English and then like one yeah. that was actually Italian. Like yeah. I don't understand. Like Pixar's been around for a very long time. Yeah. Right, and I think the thing about what they I mean, I actually started to cut you off. Now I think yeah. about it. So I recently we rewatched Ratatouille, mm-hmm. and I was so annoyed by Patton Oswalt's voice. I forgot he's in there. Yeah, he's the he's the main guy. Yeah. So I switched to the French language track and watched the subtitles, yeah. and significantly less annoying. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. But like. <sighs> Pixar is not like I I I really enjoy Pixar, right? Mm-hmm. And I really think Pixar is not just your everyday animation studio. It yeah. really isn't. Yeah. And it is okay if they make it like a little bit more difficult for people yeah. to watch. Like Yeah, cuz that's cuz that's the thing. There's like a credibility with Pixar where you will follow along with it. Like yeah. if you saw just like I don't know we say like I mean there's also like Walt Disney Animation Studios that put like mm. Rayer and The Last Dragon and stuff yeah. if they did it they probably couldn't get away with it mm. but if Pixar did it yeah very easily able to get to get away with it especially with the last movie being something like Soul yeah this coming out afterwards is just kind of right I'm sorry I'm making I'm making like hand if, gestures yeah. <laughs> but it's disappointing yeah but this ties into a grander concept which I was thinking about which is I am firmly now of the belief that Disney has reached a point where they've just kind of run everything into the ground Mm, if you think about Pixar used to be this prestige organization and now it's kind of not they bought Star Wars Mm, and over the course of like three to five films depending on how you want to spin it Mm -hmm. either it went from being like a massive event to like just being another movie Mm. Um, the way they are redoing their classics with live action, suddenly films like Aladdin and Little Mermaid, they kind of don't really mean anything anymore. Yeah. Uh, they don't produce that kind of quality animation anymore at all through, because through, like I say, through the animation studios, instead of amalgamating it with Pixar, all they did was change it to CGI. So you have two studios producing kind of similar looking stuff, even though one is like an ersatz version of the other. Um... I get the feeling that Pixar at least internally know this because they've promised not to do any more sequels. Good. Um, Which means someone at least saw Toy Story 4 and was like, this is a disgrace. We need to stop. (laughs) Um, But in general, I feel like we are at the point where, you know, when Brad Bird and the rest stop making these movies, Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, Pete Doctor is likely to be the last one. But the others have all tried like live action, or they've left and tried other things. There is going to be a day where we go from being like, "Well, this is Pixar B team," to just being like, "This is Pixar." Yeah, I don't know. It's just, ugh. it had a good run. Yeah, yeah, unimpeachable for what nineteen ninety six to two thousand and five. Wait, when did Toy Story come out? Ninety six or ninety four? Wait, was it ninety four and then? Because it was 94, Bugs Life was 98, Toy Story 2 was 99, 2000. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot. There's 24 movies. Yeah. But I don't want to, like... I understand 
because I love animation. Mm. I really do love animation. And, and I understand that it's for children. Well... Sometimes. It does... It is in... It doesn't have to be, but that's kind of the accepted thing. Yeah, and the way, in, in the grand scheme of things. And the way Pixar always got around it is they made family movies yeah. rather than children's movies, mm. which, which is a distinction that's really lost these days. Yeah. Because um, you consider, like, the early Disney stuff like uh, Pinocchio and Snow White, like, that is way more adult than the stuff they churn out now. And... Do you think Pinocchio was adult? The bit at the end where they get turned into donkeys, donkeys and sent into the salt mine and stuff like that. I was falling asleep with Pinocchio. Like that film was, yeah. you know, <laughs> they do have a lot of grim moments, dramatic moments, mm. serious moments, um, compared to the stuff that comes up now, which is like very tame, soft. Yeah, and what like, why is that so bad to do? Yeah, that's my question. Yeah, because you know, I guess the only real competitor is Japan. But Japan know how to hit all the bases, the stuff for adults, stuff for family, stuff for mm. kids. Um, I can't, everywhere else it's kind of too small to consider. Like you will have, say, I forget the name of it, but there's that one Irish animation studio that recently put out, It was they, they did The Secret of the Kells. Oh, yeah. yeah. Their animation studio is beautiful yeah. yeah yeah but it's like you can't say like the irish industry because it's just like them so it's, <laughs> there's so not much there yeah yeah and it's like you can kind of say similar with the french who have like one or two and that's about it mm. but still it's definitely like the american belief is animation is for children and that like really hampers it at times and it's sad to see pixar bite into that one for a long time it didn't they didn't Mm-mm. you know even like toy story or something was well aware of like putting adults dramatic conventions into like a childish world they've kind of backtracked and gone the other way I'm interested to see what happens next with Pixar well the I've already said that Toy Story 4 seemed like a death knell yeah uh, the upcoming Lightyear with Chris Evans is just like the worst possible idea I forgot think of. about that movie like that is part of like the modern culture I really despise of everything needing to be explained everything needs an origin uh. story like you don't need to tell me Buzz Lightyear is based on a fake person when the assumption is already Buzz Lightyear we've already talked about it in four different yeah. movies but the assumption is already it's just a toy of a spaceman named after Buzz Aldrin like that's all you need to know that's all you need to know you don't need to and be like his oh, father's evil we know this already yeah. and like it's already been t- told to us. But you don't need to be like, well, there's a real Buzz Lightyear and here's his story. No, and it's like, who cares? No, go somewhere. Like when they announced that, it's like, who is this for? Who is this for? Like, who cares about this? The people that do care are too old to care now. Well, We're not no, too the, old. No, the people who, the only people who care are old enough to pay money to see it is kind of the sad part of this. I wouldn't the, pay money to see Because that's the thing, like a lot of this stuff now, this is where it kind of, it gets kind of difficult to talk about in the sense of, we're talking about like, family movies and stuff now we are in a real distinct era of children's movies that are very clearly for adults ah you know Wreck-It Ralph was absolutely for adults when it's obviously a children's movie um you get a lot of these things now I mean that's it's what the Marvel stuff is based on Shrek well Shrek it's old enough that it's kind of aged towards it yeah but it's definitely a thing, you know, you think about, like, Star Wars, they did, they did a poll, and, like, the average Star Wars fan is, like, 38 years old. 
kids aren't interested in, and even not though anymore. it's all, you know, piao piao lasers. Yeah, not anymore. So we are in this awkward moment where we have to accept that, like, just everything is for children, even though the market is the adults. <sighs> so weird. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, like, what is a children like? And as far as I can tell, it's just, like, influencers and, like, Logan Paul and TikTok and things yeah. like that. Which... It's not great. Suggests we are in for a slightly darker cultural future than I'd like to admit. Well, this is taking a dark turn. Yeah, well, <laughs> the downfall of Pixar is mapped directly onto the downfall of cinema, so we have to track it. I mean, yeah, because they were they were very much of like, you know, heavyweight champ. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. And. And also, we can't even say that. Uh, Studio Ghibli has taken over because that new thing they have out looks like absolute shite. The one with like the CGI girl singing or whatever. What? I saw the trailer. It's Goro Miyazaki's latest and it looks like absolute garbage. Uh, so, you know. We'll place all our bets on the Irish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, always bet on the Irish. They're always bet on the Irish. Um, because, I mean, like, they don't have many films. They only have like three. I think. Yeah. It's not and some shorts. Yeah, it's more shorts. More I think. shorts, but I think they have like two or three actual full mm. length movies. Um, so we'll see where they go. Yeah. But. So would you watch this again? No. No, neither would I. Very straightforward. No. Yeah. It, even though, like, it did make me cry at the end, but, like, because that's Pixar. When he, when he gets on the train and goes away. Yeah, when Alberto was just like, ah, oh, my friend. Yeah. Ooh, that was horrible. Sorry, I did that. Um, but he's like, hey. Here's a ticket. I sold the Vespa and I was like, and I started crying. See, the bit that almost got me is when he's on the train as it's driving away. Mm. You see in the light of the tunnel that like his eyes, like he's not crying, but his eyes are wet. He gets just this one like glance of light oh, across his face. I didn't notice that. No, that was like a real touching, like subtle moment that was like absent for the rest of the like 95 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever. It just felt also, last note for me, it just felt so long yeah. even though it was so short it's like was, the shortest Pixar film with the but longest but the longest because yeah. that middle part I was like yeah. could you shut up about the Vespa yeah. I get it yeah okay but yeah I would never I wouldn't want I mean not never but I would not go out of my way to watch this movie again yeah I'd probably watch it in bits and, because it's, it's beautiful to look at yeah it, it is really, really nice pretty. music so I'd watch it for just five minutes and mm. then when I started like getting into like the plot I'd turn it over turn it off yeah so uh, what's our docket for next week so you're excited. We have Tomorrow War. Possibly. Great. Possibly, maybe. Yeah. Um, there's a... F- I mean, a lot of the ones are coming out, like, later. Mm. Um, so I'm not really sure. We also have Fear Street coming up. I don't even know what that is. Is Arl Stein? Oh, Goosebumps, Goosebumps guy. Yeah, yeah. Goosebumps. So All you right. know he made, like, older... Children like older yes, books. Yes, yes. Oh, that was Fear Street. So, yeah. Okay. So they're making like a short, three-part series. So they're starting in '94, oh, going back oh, to '66. It's, it's a series. It's a TV series. No, no, no. I think it's just like three. What's the running time of each of these episodes? I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. But I don't think there's supposed to be Cause TV I, episodes. Because I'm pointing, for the listeners, I'm pointing, I'm threatening, and I'm saying, <laughs> I will not watch TV. It's not TV. Because of you. 
It's not TV. <laughs> it's not TV. They're literally three parts. Three-part miniseries. It's happened before. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe then it's not a movie. Okay. But they could be. But it could be. Because if they are longer than 70 minutes each, that becomes a movie. A, movie, mm-hmm. a series of movies. Okay. So um, a lot of movies are coming out later in the month. Mm. But we unfortunately have The Tomorrow War. Can't wait. Coming out this week on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Big fan of Chris Pratt. I uh, yeah. that guy. Is not involved. Is not involved in one of the worst movie scenes of all time. Which is what? The end of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, the dancing. Off, dance off, bro. You, yeah. yeah. Okay, well. That was that was absolutely like I. That was the moment where I was like, I I really didn't like it, but that was the moment where I was like, I just don't even know who this is for anymore. This is just trash. Well, I'm not going to discuss that with you because yeah. I I know you just don't like it. Yeah, which is. A shame because there's another James Gunn film coming out soon, The Suicide Squad. Oh yeah! Yeah. That's on my list. Yeah. It comes out at the end of the month. So I'm sure that's gonna be. But we have to wait because it's coming in cinema only. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. My my jaw will last longer. I will not grind my teeth to dust watching another James Gunn midlife crisis played out uh... movies. He is the embodiment of that Steve Buscemi, how do you do fellow kids meme, because he's like 50 years old, like he spikes his hair and his, all his films are just like, hey, aren't I goofy, like, fucking hate that guy. Wow, okay, well then, on that very hateful, Yeah. <laughs> on that very hateful note, we'll be back later yep. with another so movie. So we'll speak to you next time. Bye.